Hello, and welcome to the Broke Bingo Addict. This is a podcast that ventures through the wild and crazy world of bingo. This is much more than your grandmother's bingo. My name's Shari, and welcome to this week's episode, which, as always, is for entertainment purposes only. First of all, I'm just going to say thank you so much. I am so happy to have Jen Loves Bingo on my podcast for this week because when I was in South Point uh, for their extravaganza, we got to talk and, and she was kind enough to t- tell me that she had actually been on a bingo cruise, which I haven't done yet, but I know that it was one of my most popular podcasts when I was uh, talking about the possibility of people taking them. So many people seemed interested. So when I ran into Jen and she told me that, I was like, oh, heck yeah. I told her, I actually said, stop talking. Stop talking because I don't want you to talk to me. I want you to come on my podcast and I want you to talk to the people about uh, doing a bingo cruise. So everybody, you know, let's welcome aboard Jen from Jen Loves Bingo. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy that you're going to do it. And I just, you know, dying to find out about how the experience was for you. So um, yeah, can you just tell me what it was? How did you find out about it in the first place? So I found out about it from the Bingo Beagle, the magazine that we have down here at our bingo hall. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was something my mom always wanted to do. So for her 60th birthday in 2018, I purchased it for her. But then COVID hit, so we actually didn't go until 2021. Wow. So I was going to say, so that was the Bingo Bugle, and they know that. Well, this was the one on Carnival? Um, it was a Royal Caribbean, but it's with BingoCruising.com. Ah, so it was Royal Caribbean. So did you have to book it or did uh, you have a travel agent or how did you set it up in the first place? So BingoCruising.com, she's at, as a travel agent, but only for the Bingo Cruise. So it's her own company. Um, they do all the booking with Royal Caribbean and set you all up and handle all the bingo games and the payouts and everything. So now, uh, if you don't mind my asking, so it was the bingo cruise, I mean, it was the cruise, and then you also had bingo. So they did all of it like in one lump sum, you paid for the cruise and for participating in the bingo, or was everybody, every single person part of the, the bingo tournament? No, you you purchased with the company, um, bingocruising.com, and they booked it through Royal Caribbean. So it was, because of COVID, it was actually a really small group of us that went it wasn't their really large group. It was probably only about 100, 150 of us. Yeah. So they worked with Royal Caribbean, got the rooms all organized, and then handled all the bingo games. Okay, so yeah, that seems like that was a small amount of people. I'm really surprised. It was, so did they tell you what their normal size of passengers is for that particular event? Yes, they said they normally have anywhere between three to 600 people. Wow. And because of COVID, people didn't want to go because it and remember, when 2019, they shut down the, the cruising industry. So we were one of the first groups, once they opened back up in 2021, that was able to start selling again. So we actually had a lot of COVID restrictions on the cruise. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm not really surprised because uh, cruises in itself always get the neurovirus. When I was on a cruise, my husband got the neurovirus. And so they're pretty um, easy to get sick on those cruises. So I'm not surprised that they had restrictions. Yes, there was a lot of restrictions. Like, um, usually they would pay you out when you win. Royal Caribbean wouldn't let them, wouldn't let the passengers or the bingo place handle any money. So, if you win a bingo, 
you got a receipt saying, congratulations, you won. And then at the end of it, when they went back to Florida, then they either cash app you or Venmo'd you or mailed you a check. So it was a lot different compared to what they normally do, they said. So this was a seven-day cruise, correct? Correct, yes. Okay, and it left out of where? It left out of Galveston, Texas. I think that's how you pronounce it, Galveston. Yeah, Galveston. Did it return to Galveston, or where did you land? Yeah, we went back to Galveston. So we went to Gal- We left out of Galveston, hit a couple ports in Mexico and Honduras, and then went back to Texas. Okay, so now seven-day cruise, round trip to Galveston. But how many days did you actually play bingo? Did you play bingo every single day? The majority of your bingo was at sea days. So when you were stuck on the boat all day long, we were playing bingo all day long and only had about an hour break from about 8 a.m. until about 5, 6 p.m. We were playing bingo with an hour break for lunch. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, that is absolutely and, crazy. Yeah. And then on port days, after dinner time, when you're back in sea, then we would have rounds of speed bingo. That was about an hour, an hour and a half of playing. Well, that sounds fun. Speed bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I love speed bingo. Any bingo we love. Well, that's true. That's true. I don't know why I'm saying that. That's absolutely true. So how did you do? Um, we did good. So they said usually people only win, you know, with that amount of people. They don't usually win a whole lot, maybe like once or so or nothing. I would say within our group of having about 100, 150 people, people were winning two to six times. And I think I won about four times, and my mom won six times. Wow. And they weren't huge pots because of the low attendance. Mm-hmm. But, you know, every game paid, they started out at the beginning on day one, like, with $300 games. And it went, like, every five games would go up with 400 500 So it gradually went up. So there were still good payouts. So now was there, like, a and, final thing for the last day? Was it, like, a big coverall or a big pot that was accumulated for the, the end of the event? Yes, there was. The last game was actually a $5,000 payout and then a free bingo cruise for this year, the following year. And the lady at my table actually won it. Oh, did she? Yes. Oh, that's cool. It was exciting because you kind of sat with the same people in a a group of five at at a table. So she won it. So it was nice. It's like, oh, I know the lady that won. Yeah, I was going to say that that was like the same kind of feeling with South Point. When you spend so much time with these people, you get really, really close. So was that was there a lot of camaraderie with these people? That Yes. It's like you're playing bingo. Then it was lunchtime. We'd go have lunch together and then come back. And if it was a sea day, you came back and talked about what you did. And, and, and actually, everybody at our table, we're still kind of Facebook friends or email and text with to this day. <laughs> I would imagine, yeah, you get pretty close to these people. Now, you did say the sea days, and I know you also said when you were at a port, you did some speed games. But did you have time to get off the boat and and do the other stuff, you know, the little excursions and check out the locations where you went? Yeah, so on the port days, they're not allowed to play bingo, just like the ship kind of has to shut down when you're at a port. So we did. We got off the boat and had fun. And then when you had to get back on about four or five o'clock, you kind of got ready for the night, went and had dinner. And then they would have the speed games when they're back out on sea. Okay. Now, so I'm still curious again, too. So you've played bingo with these people for days and you've gotten really, really close. On the excursions, did it end up that you guys started taking some of your excursions with some of the people that you met? No, um, because most of the excursions we booked beforehand before we even knew who the people were. Mm. 
So I don't I don't think I have ran into anybody on my excursions just because there's so many excursions to do. Yeah, but it's still nice to know that you actually had time to still participate in that. I was just thinking some people might want to take the bingo cruise, but they're afraid that, you know, even though it's going to all these different ports, you don't actually have the time to go check out, you know, what's what's going on in those those particular cities and stuff. So it's nice to know that it's like it's just when you're out to sea and that you still have that opportunity. Right. And that's the thing. It's when if you're going on a cruise because you want to relax and hang out at the pool during the day, a bingo cruise isn't going to be for you because you're playing bingo all day long. (laughs) So it's when you're out on sea, you're playing. There is no doing the other ship activities. There's no go hanging out on the dock by the pool and lounging around. You're in bingo. And then when you're at the port days, you're able to get off because they can't play bingo until the nighttime. So this is like those of us who are like heavy bingo players. Yes. <laughs> now, did you feel like you got your yeah. fix? Was it awesome to be able to play bingo all day long? It was. I think at the end of it, I was kind of like, I'm, I'm almost bingoed out. But I mean, yeah, I was game to keep going. <laughs> How do you think the, the bingo cruise compares to like when like Tanya or somebody has a meet and greet and then you greet and you're doing bingo for so much bingo or like the South Point uh, tournament, you know, tournaments of that type? Do you think this is kind of comparable Basically, I'm saying, what is your, what do you think would be better? Yeah, I think each of them probably have their benefit. So like the bingo cruise, if you want to go out to sea and just sit there and play bingo and not worry about the things to do on the ship and hanging and relaxing, and then being able to have the opportunity to explore different countries when you're going to different docks, then a bingo cruise is great. But I also love traveling to the different meet and greets. So I haven't done it, but I want to. But even South Point, I thought that was amazing, too. You just, it was great priced and got to meet people and play for big pots. Yeah, it was really nice. I thought that was great. So you, I, I think that's an excellent answer because it's true. It's like depending on what you want to do, you know. Yeah, I it mean, really does. For me personally, I know my, you know, I have a tendency to travel with my sisters and they would be like, yeah, we're not going to do that. But they love cruising. You know, we all love cruising. And it's like, well, we could do that because we could do a bingo cruise and I could sit there and play bingo to my heart's content and they could run around and do other things on the ship. So it's like you, you get to vacation together, but like everybody still gets to do what they want to do. Exactly. And that's how we had to look at it. Well, once we were on there, we didn't realize it. And that is one of the main things. You can't look at it as you're going there to relax poolside. It's bingo and going and enjoying the ports when it's port day. Yeah, that's what I think is really, really cool. Now, so this was your first one, right? This was your first bingo cruise. Yeah, it's been my first and only so far. We didn't go this year because I didn't really enjoy the ports. And that's what I would say for the price of it. You got to really want to go to those ports, too. But I'm excited to do it next year. Well, and I was going to say, you know, there's the other one. Royal Caribbean has this one. And I, I'm pretty sure the other one is Celebrity Cruises, too, which actually I think more recently I've I thought I saw Celebrity Cruise on Bingo Bugle as well. But they both have them at roughly the same time. So did you know about the other one? Yes. Yes, I know, I know about both of them. I kind of played it. So I know what Debbie, the person that's in charge of the bingo cruising, had said, is if you do the bingo bingo one, the pots are higher, but there's a whole lot more people and they play less bingo. Mm. With hers, it's kind of a smaller group. They play more bingo, but it's, it's a less value pot. 
Oh, okay. I was only wondering because I think they do, they leave out of the same general area. No, I think the other one leaves out of Miami. So I was just wondering since you didn't like the locations, uh, the destinations for the one, if you might have liked the destinations for the other. But you have a good explanation as why not to do that because, yeah, you want to make sure you're improving your opportunities as much as possible. Right. Yeah. This year they left out of um, Miami and they went to Aruba, places over there this year. So they do switch. I think they just kind of pick the different ports to try and change it up for the different people yeah. so that you can experience things. Yeah. But so you definitely think you're going to take another one sometime? Oh, yes. I think it's fun. I think it's just like the South Point, like maybe go once a year for South Point and every other year for the bingo cruise. Well, that's a good plan. Yeah, because, well, you're a year in California, too, like me. So that's that's kind of an expense to have to go that far you know, that far east in the first place. So I think that makes it a little bit more expensive. But um, definitely something I think that people would enjoy. So now that said, do you have any kind of key recommendations that you would give to people who are taking this type of a cruise? Was there anything that you learned that you thought, oh, that would have been good to know or, oh, they may not know this and this would be helpful for them? Like the only thing I would really say is, like I said, just remember it's not a lounging around cruise. It's you're kind of busy every single day, all day long, from morning until night. So I guess it, don't expect to take it as a regular relaxing cruise. It's you're playing bingo. And we didn't know that when we went into that either. Like you were playing all day long on the sea days. Oh, so you were like, and I was like, so, wait, wait a minute, when's there a break? Yes, basically, because you didn't have you didn't have the breaks. You just had a lunch break, and it was go back to bingo. Well, but and did they have that set up when you go in there? I was just curious. Do do they have it set up where you have um, your seat is the same seat all the time throughout the day? Because you said I think you mentioned you um, had like a group that you were with. Right. Yeah. They just they had tables around, and they said it was free sitting. And then most people just kind of gravitated back to their same t- their same table every day with the same group of people. I don't think anybody mixed it up and sat somewhere else. Yeah, I think that's kind of like school. People do that. Once they get your seat, you kind of stick to that same seat all the time. Right. You know, well, that's nice. But you, like you said, you get to, you're, you're still friends with a lot of those people. Yes. And that was a good part because you got to get to know them. You know, they had the same interests as you and that's bingo. Right. So you got to talk, and it's fun always to talk to people and learn about how their bingo halls play and do things. So it was interesting to us to meet other people and talk and discuss about things. Well, and I was also wondering, when we did like South Point, as I mentioned in my other podcast, what was one of the cool things is that you met so many people from different places. I met people from North Dakota, Louisiana, and actually one of the other ones I went to, there was somebody from freaking Australia uh, who'd come all the way down. So wow. my so my question is, among the people that you met, was there anybody who came particularly far that you recall for this cruise? No, I think actually the lady that won the bingo cruise, the last game, she was in South Carolina, I think it was, and the other three were siblings, and they were in Texas, so... Yeah, so at that point, you were the person who came the furthest because <laughs> they, right. they were all pretty close to Galveston. So you're this big traveler in that instance. I think that it sounds like it was so much fun, and I'm absolutely 
even more. I was excited before, but I'm even more excited about the possibility of being able to take one of those sometimes. Um, and I guess I think now that you've really kind of sold me on that Royal Caribbean, since it seems like there are better opportunities to win some pots. But I do want to say thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I think that's really cool information. Uh, but before I go, I, d- I didn't mean to ask this. Was there anything else that you wanted to let people know about this experience? Um, I think it was just a great experience. If you're into cruising and if you're into playing bingo, then this is definitely something you're going to love. Uh, the process was easy of booking. You just had to go. I'm sure now that we're not so much out of the COVID protocol, but you know, this year they were able to pay out the money. So I think it was a better experience for the people. But overall, I had a great time and I would totally do it again. And I think anybody, if they're interested in it, give give them a call and check it out and see because it might be something you'd want to do and have a blast at. Yeah, I was going to say, if you had that much fun and that was during COVID restrictions, you know, where everything was kind of tight, then yes. it would have to, be, have to be absolutely amazing for people to go now. They're going to have just that much more fun. So um, you're a great salesman for them. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank so, you. <laughs> so anyway, Jen, thank you so much. I really appreciate this. I am so excited about the possibility of taking one of these cruises. And uh, I'm just so happy that you had such a nice time and that you were kind enough to come and join me on my podcast and let my listeners hear about it, too. Oh, thank you so much. It was amazing to do this, and I'm so appreciative that you asked me to do this. And, yeah, if anybody has questions, they can go ahead and ask me, and I would say, yes, reach out to them. And thank you for letting me talk about it. What you're doing is absolutely amazing. Well, thank you, Jen. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, This is actually our last episode of the season. This is season two of The Broke Bingo Addict, and we're going to take a little bit of a break. We're going to hold off for a couple of weeks, enjoy the holidays, and then we're going to come back January 18th for season three of The Broke Bingo Addict. Okay, so if you will, please come back, join us, and we look forward to seeing you in 2023. Everybody have a wonderful, happy holiday season. Thanks. It's not a game, it's a red stick.